Friends in Christ, we celebrate this weekend the Solemnity of the Epiphany. That word epiphany literally means appearance or manifestation. And so what we celebrate is the appearance or manifestation of God who became man in the person of Jesus Christ. And so he appears to the Blessed Virgin Mary, to St. Joseph, to the shepherds, to Israel who is awaiting him. But more than that, what we celebrate this weekend is the epiphany or manifestation of God to all the nations, represented by the Magi who come from the Far East to observe this child born in Bethlehem. And they are curious, interesting characters, the Magi. Who are they? So historians and scripture scholars tell us that first and foremost, they were Persian priests. So Persia, which is modern-day Iran. They were pagan priests of a religion or cult in that part of the world. Secondly, we know from the Gospel of St. Matthew that they were students of the stars. They were, in a certain sense, scientists, astrologers, They would use measurements and calculations in the sky to try to understand what was happening on earth. Pope Benedict XVI, in his book, Jesus of Nazareth, The Infancy Narratives, says they represent the religions moving toward Christ and the transcendence of science towards him. Those two things. So they represent religions moving towards Christ and then the transcendence of science. An understanding of religion could rightly be summarized as the search of man for God. That if you had to summarize what the movement of all the religions of the world are, it's that trying to understand and unearth who God is and how we relate to him. We believe precisely the opposite about the Christian faith. It's not at its very heart our search for God as much as it is God's search for us. That that's why God is born in Bethlehem, to seek us out, to search us out. So these wise men from the East, long before they ever set out to find the child in Bethlehem, were already being sought out by God who was seeking them. So the movement of the religions towards Christ, and secondly, the transcendence of science towards him. So they were scientists. They were students of the stars. And yet something drew them to move beyond what they could study, beyond what they could understand. Pope Benedict XVI says they would have been moved to hope, to something great that waited for them, certainly by what they saw in the star. But that would not have been enough for them to set out on their journey if they hadn't also been ultimately a people of unrest, people that were on the lookout for salvation. In the words of our patron, St. Augustine, 
Our hearts are restless until they rest in you, O God. Our hearts are restless until they rest in you. There was unrest within them. And that drew them out beyond science, beyond what they could study, beyond what they had experienced, to seek the God who was already seeking them. Back in the 17th century, there was an incredible child prodigy who went on to do great things as an adult. He was a mathematician, a physicist, and a philosopher named Blaise Pascal. So Blaise Pascal is one of the fathers of the theory of probability. He's also one of the first inventors of the mechanical calculator. So when you use your iPhone to balance your checkbook, you're using a tool that was ultimately created by Blaise Pascal and a few other inventors. But as a young man, he had a sense of unrest. There was something more beyond what he could study, beyond what he knew. At that time, his father had fallen ill. He is recovering from a fall. And some Christians were tending to him. And their care and love for his father moved him and his family deeply. His sister became a nun. But Blaise Pascal began to study Catholicism, to try to understand this religion, this faith, that would move people to care for and love his own dad. But it was an event that happened in the year 1654 that would ultimately change his life forever. And we know that, even the exact date, because he wrote it down when it happened. And he folded up that piece of paper and sewed it in his coat to always have with him. So after his death, when they searched his coat, they found stitched into it these words, this account. He wrote, The Year of Grace, 1654, Monday, the 23rd of November, from about half past 10 at night until about half past midnight, fire, written all in capital letters, fire, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, not of the philosophers and of the learned, certitude, certitude, feeling, joy, peace. The fire of the Holy Spirit fell on this man and transformed his life. It moved him beyond the science that he studied and the math that he knew so well. It moved him to a devout and loving attachment to God, whom he wrote about beautifully, whom he professed with all of his heart. He would later go on to say, the heart has reasons that not even reason can understand. The heart has reasons that not even reason can understand. So it is with the Magi. They were moved out of their own understanding of science and their own religion to find something more, to find something greater. They traveled all that way. And they laid before the Christ child gold and frankincense and myrrh. They worshipped him. They were changed. 
And we're told that being warned about the wrath of Herod and the danger that awaited them, they departed for their country by another way. They departed for their country by another way. And so the fathers of the church have always interpreted that verse to say, once you see Christ, you never walk the same way. Once you encounter Jesus, your life is different. You walk a different way. You live a different way. And so it is with you and I that we encounter Christ in the Blessed Sacrament of the Eucharist this weekend. We hear of Christ in the gospel message of salvation. And we're changed. We're transformed. May we truly learn with Blaise Pascal that the heart has reasons that even reason can't understand. 